Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. I have to confess my bias before we start this next chat. I am an organized, hard copy, diary kind of girl. My to-do lists in lockdown keep me sane. So I'm loving Steph Pace's approach to life. Steph writes at Just Another Mummy blog and has her own range of organisational notepads. She's got some ideas on how being organised can make life easier. Hi, Steph. How are you? Hey, how are you going? Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure. So have you always been a kind of write down list type of person instead of putting it in your phone or is this something you've come around to? No, I've definitely always been someone who likes to write things down, but I would definitely not say I've always been organised. I was your typical teenager. I was very messy. And obviously when I started becoming very organised, my mum was pretty shocked, I have to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) And what motivated you to sort of start organising yourself in this way? Absolutely. So for me personally, I actually suffer with anxiety and I didn't realize how much the clutter around of me actually contributed to my mental clutter. It is a huge, huge factor. And for me, I found that I think I was in my early 20s, I started realizing the effect it had on my overall health, not just my mental health, but even my physical health. Um, Clutter has so many different effects on your mental health, your physical health, your productivity levels as well. So yeah, when I started organizing, my husband and I moved a lot. So I had to learn to declutter a lot. We've moved seven times now. Wow. Yeah, just a little bit. So I'm very good (laughs) at decluttering now, but we did live in quite small spaces. So I had to really utilize the space we had. And that made me realize how much better it made me feel mentally and physically. I was a lot more active. I was feeling a lot better. So and then obviously becoming a mum is just a whole nother level. Um, So I'm really just a big preacher in helping people with their homes and their routines. I was going to say you have a three and a five-year-old, so I can't quite picture how you manage to keep your rooms and home uncluttered. Um, do you want to start on that level then? I mean, you've got lots of different levels of organisation, but if you're talking about decluttering when you have small kids, that can be a real challenge, particularly if you are living in a smaller space. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of this is probably my biggest question I get asked is how do I manage it with two young kids? But it really is when I talk about like decluttering and organizing your home, I always ask people to think, like, don't think of the bigger picture. I want you to think of it, you know, shelf by shelf, drawer by drawer. And it's not something that we can all just do on the weekend that we see in those Netflix shows that the whole house is done in a weekend. It's just not (laughs) possible. Like you've got kids to look after. So for me, my approach is doing it bit by bit, little bit by little bit. And for me, I literally will declutter five minutes a day. I like to kind of relate you know, organization and decluttering to fitness. So, you know, with fitness, you don't just get fit once and you stay that way. It's something that you have to, you know, work out every day. It's a habit. So it's the same with decluttering and organization. It's definitely a habit. And there's a lot of little tips and tricks I can give you guys to help you, you know, in terms of, you know, getting your kids in a little bit of a routine. Obviously, you know, they are young. They do make mess. The house gets trashed every day. But, you know, less stuff means less mess. 
So um, I am super curious to hear some tips on this. I've got lots of questions to ask you, but let's start with the toys because yes. um, we only just recently moved to a house and up until my eldest was eight years of age, we lived in a two-bedroom flat where I would just go mental with the amount of their toys that would just creep into every nook and cranny there wasn't one space of the house that didn't have their toys in it Um, and I think it was a combination of one they had too many toys but also two they were quite young and so just kind of left a trail of destruction everywhere they went Um, how are you finding with your kids who are still very little that you contain that kind of explosion of toys yeah, absolutely. And don't get me wrong, the girls can definitely make a mess. They do, especially my youngest, who's three. She is just a hurricane. So I totally understand. <laughs> and in no way um, are the girls always neat and tidy. They're kids and I let them be kids. That's the most important thing. But for me, there's a few different strategies I like to have in place, which is obviously I will declutter. I'll go through their toys every two months. Even if you do it like tub by tub, depending on how you've got the kids' rooms or if you go in like their toy boxes and get rid of anything that's broken or that they don't play with and you can donate it. But one big strategy for me is doing toy rotation. I don't know if you've heard of it, but basically it is where you store even half of the amount of toys that they have in tubs in the garage or wherever you want to put it. And then every three months I actually rotate the toys. So I'll exchange the toys from the tubs to go into the playroom or their bedrooms. And then I'll take the ones that were there back into the tubs. And that basically gives the kids more of a variety. It makes them feel like they've got new toys when they don't, which is good. And I think too, like, you know, at Christmas time when your kids get gifted all this stuff and they end up playing with the box. Yes. Yeah, it's like they get overwhelmed. So it's like if you take away, you know, they still have a great variety, but having less available to them is actually going to really help them, you know, enjoy playing at playtime. And then it's less stuff for you to pick up as well. Moving on to parents' mental health in terms of their space, of course, toy clutter is one thing that's going to impact on that. Another thing that people are faced with at the moment is working from home. So we don't all have the luxury of setting up a separate room from which to work or to homeschool the kids. I know that I'm sitting at our dining room table with two children, one on either side of me. Um, How can we keep those kind of spaces, I guess, uh, usable so that they don't just end up full of notes from school Mm. or your work pads as well as all the sort of stuff you'd use during the day in a dining room. Yeah, definitely. So I know at the moment a lot of us are working from home, so there's a few different things you can do. One little tip I like to do for people that are working from home is to create your own little work caddy. So you can get them from Kmart, pretty much anywhere, or even a work trolley. So it's a little thing that you can pack away and unpack at the start of each day so you can keep all your like your computer stuff in there your notebooks and it all goes away and also the trolleys are really good one too if you've got a lot of stuff but also you can actually people don't utilize their wall space enough and you know being able to put things on your walls is going to free up a lot of bench space so there's these vertical magazine holders from ikea and i basically label them with our name so it's at the front door and that's for like any school notes or any mail that goes into the person's um, like little section and you can also do that for your work stuff so at least it's off your bench you can pop it in the kitchen and it can be like 
you know, notes or anything that the kids need to bring home or have from school. So that's a really good way to kind of do that. And also setting little routines for yourself. For me personally, I like to get up before the kids. I know it's not always possible, especially if you have a newborn. I probably wouldn't recommend it. I didn't do it. (laughs) But let's say you are able to. Um, I like to just be being able to get up the kids even half an hour and I spend some little bit of time to myself whether you're doing like a little bit of an exercise or meditating or journaling and it just really helps me get set up for the day and it definitely helps reduce that overwhelm for trying to tackle work from home. Um, Speaking of the things we can do to kind of get to a place of calm and peace you do talk about organizing yourself uh, some self-care time which I kind of like the idea of, but I'm not quite sure how you manage it because on my to-do list, there's definitely a whole stack of stuff I have to get done in the day. Um, I don't know that I'd ever put me time in there. It's definitely something. And cause I'm very much like that. I'm always have a really big to-do list, like, especially with, you know, running the blog and my own business, I've got staff, I've got kids and it can just be crazy. And I think it really does come down to being a bit more compassionate and really focusing on, I know as mums, we can always tend to focus on what we did, didn't get done, but we really do need to start focusing on what we did get done. So it's so easy for us to say, oh, I should have done the washing today. I didn't send that email, but instead being like, oh, I, you know, I played with the kids outside for a little bit. I cooked a nice lunch for the, the kids. I had a shower. That's like, that's <laughs> always. <laughs> So just really focusing on what you did get done and that's a really big mental shift. That was a massive thing for me because I can be very hard on myself and just realising that, you know, your worth isn't based on your productivity. It's not based on your to-do list. Mm. And what about plans for kids? Like as we know, children are very good at upending the best of intentions. The best laid plans can go a bit awry with children. How does organising work with that when you're talk- when you're dealing with your, your own children? Well, with that, also, like honestly, as I said, kids are very, you know, they're going to think for me, especially because I have anxiety and I think a lot of other people that would understand is if you have anxiety, you like to be in control. And again, with that, I feel like once I had my first daughter, Harper, I truly realised I was not in the driver's seat anymore, which is very (laughs) scary. (laughs) So I think just really just accepting that, you know, some days are going to change. So for me, for example, with my work and even with my cleaning, I have a cleaning schedule that I do try and get done. I do little sections of the house each day. And I think a lot of people look at my my profile and think you know oh look she's got all her stuff together but honestly guys like I would forget my own head if it wasn't attached to me that is literally <laughs> me I am the most forgetful person and that's why I'm so big on this and routine but I think we just have to accept that sometimes our routines are going to change and that it's okay but just trying to have a little bit of a routine so say for cleaning for example I do like the bathrooms on Mondays and then I'll do like all the floors on another day and that just really helps me kind of know what I'm up to. So then you don't end up being like on a Saturday and you're trying to clean the whole house for the whole day because, you know, you want to be with your kids and you want to be present but you also need to be accepting that, no, you know, plans will change and that's okay but trying to have these routines in place for you. Like for me, I've got AM and PM non-negotiables. So which means basically in the morning, I will always unload the dishwasher, put the dirty dishes in the dishwasher, 
tidy any benches and stuff like that. And that just is me looking after my future self. And what about the kids? Um, We know that kids do like a routine. Do you kind of have a little list of what you want to be doing with them or have them do as well? Oh, absolutely. Especially right now with lockdown, I think a lot of parents are struggling with, you know, finding things to do. So I actually use my weekly desktop planner and I basically at the start of the week, I brainstorm some random ideas that we could be doing. It could be, you know, doing an outdoor scavenger hunt. It could be painting. It could be anything. And I basically just put a brief, you know, draft of some different activities we can be doing, especially if you're trying to homeschool right now. I feel like um, a lot of mums would be very, very overwhelmed. I'm lucky that my daughter hasn't started school yet, so we don't have to worry about that just yet. But, you know, putting on a big weekly desktop planner, different activities you could be doing, hop onto Google, there's heaps of free templates and resources you can do as well. But just it's something good that you can refer and look back to whenever you're kind of stuck with what to do with the kids. There's so many great ideas in there, Steph. Thank you so much for talking with us today. No worries. It was really good to be here. Thank you. That's Steph Pace and we'll put links to her blog and the planning range in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.